Welcome back to the Cartoon Lunch Podcast. Today's episode is the second part of my conversation with Doug Lawrence. In this part, we'll, we'll hear from Doug how he got involved in animation on the West Coast after leaving uh, New York and New Jersey. Um, he arrived here and worked on many, many projects, including Rocco's Modern Life, and of course, became the voice of Plankton on SpongeBob SquarePants for over 20 years now. So here's uh, Doug Lawrence. Uh, and then, and yeah, and so I So what was your first animation? You got first animation was at Film Roman, actually. Oh, Film Roman, yeah. That's right, remember? Yeah, that's right, And then I was working on the Tom and Jerry, Tom and Jerry the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah remember that. Which I don't have a credit on, but I, but yeah, I have yeah, actual yeah. animation in it. Uh-huh. But they, because I left prematurely, they forgot me. <laughs> and when I went to see it, I hated it. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm glad my movie, my yeah. name's not on that. You know, I was like, so, you know. So, so film Roman. So what were you doing there? Actual animation or no? There yeah, I was keyframe cleanup. Oh, I was working still. under Dan Haskett, and so I learned a lot from him. Yeah, yeah. So that was fun. I was I got to work with him and Mike Peraza. They were two mm-hmm. Disney guys who I was I was already knew their stuff, you yeah. know, from uh, Little Mermaid and Great Mouse Detective and all that stuff. So I was like a big fan of those guys. Um, so I got to oh, and Corny Cole from Warner Brothers and Richard Williams oh, Studios, wow, wow. who also showed up and uh, got to work with him a little bit, and uh-huh. John Sperry, who was who who single-handedly, I think, animated, uh, uh, I'm trying to remember which one, but he did a lot of animation for Roth Bakshi, and in one of his mm. movies, he almost animated the whole thing. Yeah, in the 90s, early 90s, late 80s, all these guys were still They were just around, working. yeah, and so I got to meet all these you know guys, and I was yeah. just like, wow, wow, wow. I took a lesson at Tanoba Bear when I was 20, and somebody yeah. told me, uh, there was an announcement one evening, said, Ralph, uh, Tex Avery died. Yeah. Uh, Tex Avery, what was he? He's like, he was here. He was here for the last two weeks. You didn't see him? No, I didn't know he was here. Like, oh, was, my God. He was here. He would have lunch with us at the truck and stuff, and I had no idea Tex Avery was there while I was... Yeah, supposedly he was really easy to go up and start a conversation yeah, with George him. George Chiasson told me that. Yeah, he yeah, he told him, me that. Yeah. Him, too. Yeah, him and, and Dave, David Feast uh-huh. also told me stories about getting to work with him God. and ask him, ask him <laughs> questions, and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I had met Chris Freeling and Chuck Jones, but I never got to meet... Yeah, I met Chuck Jones. Not, never got to meet Tex, yeah. 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 And um, he would have been my, that would have been my. Uh, so from Film Roman on, what, what? How did you get to the next job at Film Roman? Um, how did you get the job at Film Roman? Film Roman was you arrived here. Film Roman was because don't know of, anyone? because of Monty Young, uh, one of the directors here. Uh, mm. uh, he was from Texas. He was a. Uh, he did a lot of stuff, uh, uh, you know, in commercials and, mm-hmm. and a lot of stuff. And he had his own way of doing stuff. He, for some reason, my demo reel which consisted of, it had a lot of stuff in it. It wasn't just, it had yeah. some animation pieces, but then I put comedy sketches in between life, with me yeah. on camera. I may have shown you that stuff back yeah. when, we, when we were first oh, yeah, at Rocco yeah. because I remember going, oh my uh-huh. God, you know. Um, and it was it was silly and funny, it was, and it was definitely Monty python So how did that get to him? He, I think they sent it in and said, we're looking for new people. Uh, you know, you, you, you guys are the directors. So a couple of directors there, there were sequence directors. Mm-hmm. They all got sent piles of, of submissions yeah. for, for, for demos, demos. From so people. were you submitting or someone? Was yeah, submitting I for submitted, you? Oh, yeah, yeah, submitted. I submitted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I submitted everywhere. I yes, was trying yes, to get work. Yes. Um, so I sent the tape. Mm-hmm. He called me, Monty Young called me from his desk at the Tom and Jerry mm-hmm. movie and said, uh, uh, he said, so I just looked at your tape. He's got this, you know, Texas drawl. <laughs> And he said, and uh, you look like the sort of person that needs to be over here helping us out, <laughs> you know. 
And I said, he says, it sounds like we need you over here. I, I, I think we need you. And I just went, oh, my God. I said, really? And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, he said, so uh, he says, I'm going to send you, pass you over to, uh, you know, the personnel people here. And he says, uh, but, uh, yeah. He says, so uh, can you do it? Do you want to come out? Mm-hmm. You know, are you going to do it? You know, it was that kind of a thing. And I was just flipping out because yeah. I've been trying to get a job Jeez. for a year and a half in New Jersey. Oh, yeah, just sending Jersey. tapes yeah, out yeah, yeah. and trying to figure out well, how So I'm when you came it. out, you had that job pretty much. I had the job. <clears> yeah. Yeah. I came out to find a place to live and yes. then we moved we, we we secured the place and mm-hmm. then we moved out like two months later so it was like i had to yes. i had to pack up my life and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. move uh and, and take it which was easier <clears throat> i wasn't alone you know mm-hmm. i was i was with my wife um i still am yeah yeah, yeah. and uh and so we were able to together mm-hmm. take the trek you know um but again it was all about what's the best you know I, like if New York had more cartoons, like in the thirties, yeah. if Fleischer studios and, and some of the other places were in New York at that time, I would have went, I would have, I might've stayed in New mm-hmm. York. Mm-hmm. Uh, but New York only had Michael Sporn and MTV mm-hmm. and that was it. And if you didn't kind of get into one of their liquid yeah. television slots, there really was nothing mm-hmm. uh, for, for me to do. Cause I was too, I was too green at that point. I couldn't just walk in and make stuff for yes. them. You know, I, I was learning. Um, so and here they give you a chance to give you like give well here i was here you know what i mean yeah. now i'm a body in the room <clears throat> you know i'm a guy here and i mm-hmm. look like i want to make funny things yeah. and so here's try that you know so um so it, it turned from from uh, mm-hmm. the, the film roman job was was really just me trying to get in you know just get mm-hmm. any job yeah they were the first ones who pulled me in i did i did uh one scene of animation which was the scene that I animated to get the job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that one scene got in the movie. Uh, but then from then on, I wasn't doing full animation. I was doing keyframe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was cleaning up all of Dan Haskett's pretty drawings. And yeah. I was cleaning up. I was also cleaning up. Um, so I learned on that show, I had to have this like perfect, yes. thin mm-hmm. feature line, you know, for, for features. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when I got to Spunko, which was my next job, they wanted this huge, thick television line, <laughs> you know, with the same thick to thin yeah. kind of, you still have to be, you know, precision blush, about yeah. it. So I went, I went from that to that. So, mm-hmm. so it still kicks in. It's funny when I draw now, I'm, I'm finding that mm-hmm. line, you know, now when I sit down to draw something and I'm like, okay, how, is this a, you know, how am I yeah. approaching this drawing and where am I approaching it from, from the Dan Haskett way mm-hmm. or, or the, you know, or the Spumco way, you know, huh. um, do I want a thick drawing or do I want another kind of, <laughs> you know, um, but it was, it was a, a learning curve for me. And I was just, I guess I was just lucky to have s- some kind of aptitude as a draftsman. Yeah. Um, which got me to the next, that's what always got me in the door was I could draw pretty good. Oh yeah. And then I, and then I, I tried to then do, do something else while mm-hmm. I was while I was in there. Yeah. So the next one was Spumco. Right. Did you want to leave Film Roman? Or yeah. Was it over? I was. I I came out to work at Spumco. Yeah. <coughs> so my feeling was, whatever job takes me, great. Spumco wasn't hiring. Uh-huh. So they were like, we'd love to hire you, but we're not hiring anybody right now. So they were like, it was that famous first season on the already done. Yeah, they were. No, they were. They were in the middle of making it. Making it. So yeah. while See, that took forever to make. Yeah, it. yeah. Because while I was working on this, the, the the Tom and Jerry movie, that I, I went out that summer, which was um, ninety one, I guess summer mm-hmm. ninety one. So it was like June of yeah. ninety one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That fall, 
uh, I, I assume September or October is when Ren and Stimpy premiered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was already like biting my hands off because I wanted to be on that uh-huh. show already, and I had not seen it yet. So then after I saw, how did it, you know about that show before? Because it was in Animation it? Magazine, oh, yeah, yeah. and because John had done, John K had done, and, oh, with Rob Bakshi, Mighty yeah. Mouse, and the Harlem Shuffle video for uh, Rolling Stones. So I was already that's I was I wanted yes. to know where that guy was and how to follow him <laughs> and how to, how to do how yeah. to do I wanted to do what he was doing. Mm-hmm. So I'll have what he's having. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I wanted to get in animation through uh, that. To me, it was like animation's getting great again because in school, I, I, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I'd walk that around and my parents crazy, would say, yeah. you know, we know you like these old cartoons mm-hmm. and you want to do that, but they don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. They make Smurfs and Scooby Doo, <laughs> and you need to look at that. Yeah. And I and I and I was like, but I don't want to do that. Yeah. I want to make be funny. That stuff's not funny to me, you know. Um, because so when the, you the, saw the, the premiere, you yeah. thought oh, it's too late. Right, right, right. Yeah. Because Bugs Bunny and those things stayed funny. Oh, yeah. As a kid, it was uh, funny. As a teenager, yeah. it was funny. As an adult, it's funny. Yeah. But the stuff that was made just for me as a little yeah, kid no, no. Yeah. is not funny anymore mm-hmm. past you being a little yeah. kid. Or at least it wasn't to me. Mm-hmm. Because that stuff was made, not made for kids. Right. Yeah, it was made right. to go in front of the gangster movie. Yeah, it was made, it was made to enjoy. It's for everyone Humphrey to laugh Hogarth, at. Yeah. You know? So hopefully everyone's going to laugh yeah. at this. And so that's been my... my thing and it's been a, a, a curse to my career mm-hmm. but it's also been a, a thing in my i have um i want to say it's not scruples isn't the word i have um i have standards mm-hmm. by which i measure what i'm doing and if it doesn't fit in to my wheelhouse or something that i'm contributing i feel like i'm actually getting yeah, to yeah, do yeah. something here i usually quickly end up leaving because mm-hmm. either Either somebody will fire me because they realize I'm, my heart's not in it, mm-hmm. or I fire myself because I realize this yeah. isn't going to work for me. I'm not. I'm not going to be able to do this. Somebody else might be able yeah. to do this, but okay. I'm not going to be able to do it. So, how do you find out while on film Roman that Renesipa was still looking for more people? Um, that was funny because they they I kept bringing them. I kept buying yeah. newsprint. On Melrose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I kept get, getting newsprint pads. And I'd fill the entire newsprint pad, which is like hundreds of the drawings of Ren and Stimpy and other things, and I would drop them off. And I just kept dropping them off, and it took me six months to, to, to get a phone call saying, Hey, uh, uh, John, yeah, the John and the show, they said they, they, they all looked at your stuff, and they want you to come in because they're interested in uh, maybe hiring you, so huh. could you come in for an interview? And it was because I was sending, I was yes, dropping off stuff. stuff. Then I also dropped off... Um, you know things like this with a drawing on top mm-hmm. but a whole story so I had oh, stories yeah. of Spren and Stimpy I had all these different ideas for the show huh. so that was my I really want to be at this show you know I was trying to show off as hard as I could and I got in you know but I was uh, surrounded by guys who could draw circles around me yeah. so it was it was um, plus they had done it for a while and they'd been doing it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Not not too long, but they yeah, had been doing. Yeah, yeah. They had, they'd start. They'd started getting mm-hmm. their momentum, you know. So I walked on right uh, towards the end of the first season, mm-hmm. and um, they called me. I actually had to leave Film Roman. They called me up on the. Yeah, you know, there was one phone at Film Roman in the bullpen <laughs> for all the guys who were in the the bull, bullpen area, and you go grab the phone and you know uh-huh. hello. And so they called me over. It's you know phone for you, Doug. So it's, it was Libby Simon from 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 Ren and Stimpy, and she said, "Hey, uh, can you you know she, she was giving me this 
call. She goes, can yeah. you give us a call? I, I forget what it was, but she wanted to <clears throat> talk to me. And I was so scared because I'm in the middle of all these people <laughs> yeah. that someone's going to know what I'm talking about, that I'm going to give the slip that I want. I'm trying to get another job, which, you know, wasn't against yeah. them. It wasn't against yeah, Roman. It's it was just, right it's what I, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it didn't feel right. So I told them, asked, I said, could you give me your phone number? I said, just give me the phone number. So I wrote it down really yeah. quick. I said, I'll call you in five minutes. So I walked out of the studio and I walked up the street <laughs> into the back of the Vons, which was right across the street, like a block away from yeah. Film Roman. And they had a payphone in the back. It was like this dingy, you know, yeah. payphone. And I called from that payphone because I was so afraid of yeah. anybody hearing my, my conversation. I thought I was hi- I still <laughs> felt I was hiding behind this building. <laughs> okay, what's that? You want to hire me? You know, so, so I went and... Uh, Went to that thing, uh, met everybody, got in, and then, uh, you know, wasn't there that long, but uh, got to work with a lot of great guys, you know, in anime, you know, just great, mm-hmm. great So what did you people. do on there? Just key, what again, I was key, key, did you get to write? key layout. No, no, but I started to write stuff that I was going to So did any submit. of your ideas, because there was a story mm-hmm. that you came up with that gag about call the police. Mm-hmm. No, I never came up with that, no. Oh, no, always no. heard, I always heard that you came up with that idea. Unless I said something and someone heard it and wrote it in there, I, I don't remember. I know I worked on that scene. I drew oh, yeah. a lot of that scene. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, drew, I was off of, off of um, roughs, uh, but I, I remember working uh-huh. on it. I remember specific, just the scene where he opens the door and he's yeah. got the walrus. <laughs> and I remember drawing so I remember, I remember drawing the locks. Remember there's all those locks? <laughs> that you see the locks you know, on, the, on the door? So I had to draw that, the locks you know, and on I think the door. You just so see the open. pipe. You don't see the guy's face. It's just the pipe, I think. Right, 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 yeah. right. But it was... It was uh, <laughs> yeah. No, that was... That was uh, I did a lot of stuff there, and I was <clears throat> pretty good at cleanup, so... So I, the, the guys usually had me doing, mm-hmm. like I did a lot of, I did publicity stuff. I did some t-shirts mm-hmm. with, because of my, you know, my cleanup skills at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think I, at a time I was thinking, well, maybe I'm a clean, you know, maybe I'm going to be a cleanup guy, but it, you know, but I knew that, um, I had more to, I had stuff to say and I knew that I was going yeah. in that writing direction. So as soon as I got in there, we, I met up with a guy at Film Roman, actually, before, just before then, a guy named Eric Thomas, who's an Imagineering guy now, <clears throat> a really talented animator. And he, um, him and I, uh, he had an idea for a, a, a movie, a short about a, a mouse in a test lab. And so, and it was based on, it was called Subject 13, uh, <laughs> uh, making fun of, uh, he was a big Buster Keaton fan. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So he wanted this virtually no talking. It was all yeah. pretty much all pantomime. Yeah. And so I sat, oh, set about doing yeah. the storyboard for this, this mm-hmm. thing, this epic thing we're going to, which I still have. It's mm-hmm. huge. It's this big thing. You got to pull out and open up all the, all the drawings I did. Um, and he was the animator. He wanted to direct it and animate it, but he wanted me to have my way yeah, with yeah. the boards. And yeah. it was the first storyboard since the ones I did back home mm-hmm. that I'd done. Yeah, so it's getting even closer to a real storyboard that's going to right, be right, right, and that led to the stuff that I showed Linda Zeminski. That was the very oh, next, that's just yeah. The stuff. So yeah. the stuff I did, I stuff I did for, with the, I was you uh-huh. we were just having fun, me and him, and, yeah. he, was, and he never made it, unfortunately. Uh-huh. But it was it was really funny and it was really crazy and it was all all visual gags, yeah. no talking. So it set me up for that. Half of the stuff I did for my stuff was no talking. It was mm-hmm. all just mm-hmm. visual, and, and I think I was it was because I was trying to. I didn't want the words. Yeah. I was trying to just yeah, yeah, focus yeah. on the, the on the visual, 
and getting the gag right and getting yeah. that, you know, get it, getting it to work. <clears throat> and I figure if I get the visuals all to make sense, then the dialogue, you know, yeah, you know, I'll, that'll, I'll that'll come, you know, some, yeah. I'll talk to you later about some non-talky thing that almost did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that led to that. So doing all those things, that's, that, oh, yeah, that's so the job. Like but did you want to leave Ren and Snoopy? How did you leave Ren and Snoopy at all? <clears throat> they left. No, years. the show. The show stopped. The yeah. show stopped, and then Nickelodeon took it over. Right. So you and didn't. So go in the there. interim, in yeah. The while interim, that, while yeah. I was waiting, oh, Rocco, Rock, Rocco popped okay. up. Okay. Yeah. But you didn't want to stay. You'd rather do Rocco than just staying at Nicol at uh, at Ren and Yeah. Well, because it had split up. Yeah. And so and so John was doing his own thing. Bob was, was political. Yeah. It was political weird, things yeah. going on, and I was too yeah. young to want to get involved in any of that. Yeah. I didn't want to pick a side, so yeah, I just said, course, "I don't. Yeah. I'm not picking a side. I'm sorry. I'm not going to either. Yeah, yeah. I'm not following either." Yeah. And it was a, it was a really conscious decision. It was definitely okay. I'm not going to follow yeah. that. So then it turned into <clears throat> um, uh, Rocco just Rocco, had, it yeah. came up in that moment, Perfect, and then yeah. that became. That's where I learn everything. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, yeah. everything else I've done was all just sort of like trying stuff and, uh -huh. and working on it. But once Rocco happened, it was like yeah, you got to do everything you wanted to do. Everything more. you didn't yeah, even at once, all at once, acting yeah. and yeah, yeah. In fact, you know, it's funny. I don't know if you saw the the, the SpongeBob thing we did where we're on camera. No, uh, we, we, yeah. it was the special we did over uh -huh. the summer, and it's exactly what I wanted to do on the Rocco show. <laughs> and Joe was like. You just would let that happen. And like, they're not going to give us money to shoot you guys, you know, live action, you know. <laughs> and I was like, but this would be great. We, we yeah. encounter, you know, we, we, it's, it's Rocco uh -huh. at the comic book store, but, you know, it's, <laughs> but it's Carlos, you know, we'll yeah, just yeah, dress yeah, up yeah, like yeah. the characters and do them. It was, I, I wanted to do it for a finale. It was yeah. one of the episodes uh, for uh -huh. the uh, end of the second season or something. And, um, and we, I couldn't get that to happen, but it didn't matter because, yeah. you know. It just sat and waited. That was a gag that just went on the shelf for 25 years. And I, yeah. Whew, yeah. So you, you left Rocco before the end of Rocco. You said you left before the last season. You wanted, you, the, the, the word on Rocco, you know. Well, I left. Like you went to do a I puppet left, show. Yeah, I went to do my puppet show. Yeah. yeah. So I left after season three. Yeah. And then um, because it was all, stuff was all happening and it took too much time away. I couldn't do the show and do that the pilot I was making the at pilot, the same time. Yeah. Um, it didn't turn, it turned into a show, which is a whole other story, but, but uh -huh. it wasn't, it wasn't um, my show anymore. They took oh, it yeah. away. Um, oh. But, but the puppet show was, was uh, the thing that I was, I was hoping would be, um, that I was going to pursue that. Yes. And I was going to do more things Your like thing. that. Yeah. Right. And so, um, but that show, the pilot um, got reworked mm -hmm. by, you know, I was too young. The main problem yeah. was I was too young and I didn't know how to stick up for myself mm -hmm. or what battles to fight and what battles not to fight, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, which we find out over time. You know, you go, oh, I shouldn't be even no. bringing that up. Or I'm no. just going to yeah. deal with yeah. this or I'll bring this up next time because mm -hmm. no one's going to remember by then anyway, yeah. you know, that kind of a thing. So, so it became a learning. Mm -hmm. It's always learning. Yeah, and then, yeah, and yeah. I, I, then I realized, oh, I'm doing this wrong. You so know. you left before it was. I mean, I left before I probably before needed to. I, I could have stayed for the next mm -hmm. season. I always, I always feel no, but bad on, the, that on I your didn't. on your uh, puppet show. Yeah, yeah, that was only you didn't follow up. Yeah, no, that 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 happened by itself, and then and it, and it turned into a thing that became partially lucrative for me mm -hmm. because it lasted one season. Yeah, of course. And because and That's I was good. not yeah. involved with it anymore. Yeah. So it became one of those things. So so that led to yeah, and then, and then of course being around you know Steve. Hilberg mm -hmm. and Mark yeah. O'Hare and um, and Robert Skull was my uh, yeah, guy. Yeah, Marco, and, yeah. 
So and, and Dan Pavmeyer was at first. Oh, that's right. That's he was, right. He was yeah, my yeah. partner for a little while. And uh-huh. I, we, were, we were rotating partners for yeah. a while, if you remember. Um, and then I, we all decided to pick a guy. And so mm-hmm. I picked Robert. Um, and that was also, like I said, those guys and learning that stuff. Yeah. That was like a comedy college. That was like, we, we kind of own that, that space, mm-hmm. I'd have to say. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. a way that most people don't now. Mm-hmm. We kind of own those offices. We sort of, we, we played with the loudspeaker and we made yeah. fun of everything that happened there. Oh, yeah, yeah. There were jokes on every wall. If you did something <laughs> stupid, if everyone said, would find out about one it. one wrong word. One wrong word, everyone would bash you in the head about it. <laughs> but it was so fun. It was just like so, mm-hmm. I remember Tom Yusumi talking about it one time, just saying what a great moment in his in time mm-hmm. that was making that show. You know, just, yeah. just there's so many, so many fun I just remember always, it seemed like it was always just fun. It just always seemed yeah. like we were always having fun there. Mm-hmm. Um, probably because I was younger, too. But um, but it was a great uh, experience. I mean, it set me up for everything else I did. And, of course, it, it spoiled me because I, 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 wanted to, yeah. I wanted to be that good again, you know. Yeah, you had a lot of freedom on Rocco. And then yeah. you go do your own show yeah. or the puppet show. And then you don't have that freedom. Right, right, right. Sense, like, it should be more. It's right. yours. That's right. And then years went by until uh, Steve got uh, so what happened after the got SpongeBob show? going. Yeah. You, what was your next work after the puppet thing? I was just I was yeah it was Felix the Cat and oh yeah that's there was, right. there was, there was other Jordan, things right? yeah yeah I did that for a little while uh, I I kind of flipped back and forth there was a lot of um, stuff going on you know what I mean and again I was looking for another Rocco and there wasn't any so I was just sitting there going like oh god I'm never going to find another. Perfect uh-huh. fit for me, yeah. you know, to do all the stuff I like doing at once, and then luckily, SpongeBob popped up, and, and so Steve, Steve called, called me. Yeah. Called you, yeah, yeah. Well, I had been working. I had been um, consulting, sort of on the pilot. I kept visiting because me and Steve were oh, still yeah. talking. We were we were hanging out after the show, and I was still coming in for voiceovers. Uh-huh. And he, and oh, that's he, right. He, was, he had been developing that show yeah. while we were at Rocco. So, so while I was developing <clears throat> my shows, yeah. he was doing his, and we were all comparing, mm-hmm. looking at what each other's stuff was, making suggestions to uh, each other, and that. Kind so of you stuff. kind of knew you were going to be on that show, right? Yeah, yeah. right, right. Mm-hmm. So, so when we went in, I mean, it was that's another story in itself. But, but Steve doing that pilot, you know, like you know, I got the, uh, I came in auditioning for that, and mm-hmm. I did the the Plankton's voice. For the SpongeBob character, because it was oh, a really? voice that I was in, this deep yeah, voice that head, I used to yeah. do that I used to make uh, Tom laugh, uh, huh. and I never really <laughs> had him as a voice. I just did him sometimes in the Rocco records, and Tom and Tom Kenny would always laugh when I would do that, and so um, so it came down to oh maybe it's that voice, that deep oh, thing I do. Yeah. I'll do it for 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 this. <laughs> so I made a tape of me doing an audition as SpongeBob. Oh, that's great. Uh, for with with that, and apparently they had played that. Um, because I was really dirty. I was like, really? <laughs> like, it was for Steve and Eric Weiss and Derek Dryman. It was yeah. for that group that was sitting in there, the guys yeah. that were sitting in a room. To make them laugh. By yeah, themselves, yeah. to make them laugh. And I knew they were sitting there, so <laughs> I was alone in my house. I did this tape, and I walked around. Like, I, I, it started off as an audition, and then it turned into a tirade about, you know, the business. And I was just, just I, I, I still don't, uh, somebody <laughs> said they, they still might have a copy of it somewhere. Really? But I don't have it, because I just... I made it and just threw it oh, to yeah. Them. yeah, because they're my friends, you know, yeah. so I was, I, I wasn't concerned about, about that. <laughs> and that's what led to Plankton was, was that mm. tape. 
because I because I uh, he says he and Steve goes well it's perfect you're plankton so when the series goes I go right when the series goes you know yeah. like this isn't going anywhere <laughs> this pilot isn't going to happen you know because it was good and, yeah. and I always I was always feeling that and I still do good stuff is really hard for people to recognize when it's mm-hmm. good uh, and that's what happens you end up with something that um, a lot of stuff that gets on isn't good. You know, yeah. and it's because no one's really looking for that. They're not looking for it to be good, but that's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. I'm looking to, you know, I, I only want to watch shows that are good and I only want to work on shows that yeah. are good. So, but you know, my meter's different than other people's meters. So, you mm-hmm. know, uh, I got my reasons for doing stuff or whatever, but to me, it's like, it's to me, it's like what loses in animation half the time is there's no movement. Um, they try to limit movement. And that, that to me is like, uh, a comedy killer. Because you want to be able to move, you know, mm-hmm. you want to be able to have pantomime, you know, and actually do stuff. It's hard to do because people in charge are not comedians, right? They, right. It's, you know, people who watch and it's hard appreciate to, com- it's comedy. It's hard to explain know? to them. I mean, when we did, when very, we, yeah, when I did, um, I had to audition many times for, for to play Plankton mm-hmm. on the show because, oh, really? because they wanted to stunt cast that character. Because well, even after Steve star. wanted you, yep. Yeah. So Steve wanted you for Plankton, but Nickelodeon was like, nah. yeah, yeah. And I had, to, I remember writing. I, I went through all these different rigmaroles to get mm-hmm. to, to, for 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 uh, people in New York and Nickelodeon to accept that that I'm the right guy for this. Yeah, because we all knew I was the right guy for it, and I was doing it already. I was already. And doing you had voice. done a show for for them, or right. Nickelodeon, already, right? You know? So we figured this is, you know, it should be a slam yeah. dunk. Yeah. Instead, it was. Uh, we're still, you know, we saw you want to hire Doug, but. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And so I kept on doing, Steve would go, can you write something and record it and send it to New York? So for a while I was record, I kept record, I kept writing things at that's, my desk. That's Plankton. This fast, yeah, this fast, yeah. writing down stuff yeah. for me to say, printing it out, running downstairs, recording it, and they're sending it to New York. And I did that a few times. And they said, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I don't know. We're still not sure. We're still on the fence here about Doug. I don't, you know, we still mm-hmm. think it'd be best to get... A famous person playing this. So finally we got it down to, and Steve just said, well, I don't agree. And Steve didn't want them to say no to that, which Mm -hmm. meant, you know, like we said, you're going to say something to no no to that that's so small on the show, such a small, not a small thing, but casting a a, a reoccurring character Mm -hmm. who was not really a main character then. You know, Mm -hmm. he he started off as as a guy who was going to show up every so often. And so they made me do... We did a live pitch. Brass came from New York. We did it up in that room that's uh, still up there. That was the conference room up, upstairs in, in uh-huh. this building. And we did a live you know, thing. They pitched it. The, the board guys pitched it. And every time Plankton talked, instead of them <laughs> saying it, yeah. I said it. And so I said it out loud. Yeah. Everyone's laughing. Every time I talked, they laughed. At least at that pitch. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Not all the time. <laughs> Sometimes they yeah, don't laugh yeah. at all. Yeah. <laughs> but... But um, that pitch went over so well, and they just went. I walked out, and it literally was this. I looked at the brass, and I went, mm-hmm. and they go, "You're plankton." And I went, "Okay, good." Of course, Got when you job. make people laugh, yeah, they can't. They say can't. No. They can't say no. Yeah. So it was. It needed. But you to have be, to be able to be there, right? And it needed to be live. It needed yeah. to happen in front of them. And mm-hmm. so once we did that, yeah. And it's been. That's kind of been the the, the thing is finding those things that's you know i may, might not have made that happen and that it's been such a huge like if i wasn't plankton you know just mm-hmm. just just um not having that that outlet of communication you know mm-hmm. 
having having something that like i said just having something that i can mostly it's for you know just therapeutic you know things you know yeah um but to have something that uh that i get to play i get to write him i get to play him you know it feels like a more you know like filber was too and 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 uh and other characters i play in the mm-hmm. show it's not just not just those but the ones that i get to write and play them there's always more of a it just feels more d- deep to me, you yeah, know. It yeah, feels, and course. I can't. It's yeah. It just feels like there's more going don't on. Get to do that, right? I mean, so, it's like, so it's a special thing. Director, so it's a, yeah, yeah. it's a special very, situation. Very special, and to me, yeah. and, to, and that's what I mean by is if I didn't have that, th- that's the thing that that, that I am happy. About. I'm, I'm I'm glad people like the show and they watch it and mm-hmm. they're fans of it. But for me, it's all cathartic because I can play this. Mm-hmm. This this guy, you know, and, huh. and and or play these these characters, and so uh, playing a bad guy, you think, or playing a guy, or well, playing a bad guy is more just playing, just playing anybody's got some depth to them, you yeah, know, you know. But he's a, he's just he's got a lot of. There is more to him than just mm-hmm. a, a slapstick gag. He's not yeah. he's not you know he's married, you know he's got this this business you know situation. He's 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 he's, he's in command of all these uh-huh. these you know terrible machines and things. Um, and he's got a, a purpose in mind. He's got his focus, but but it's it's um, it's he's got more. He should mm-hmm. just be a comic uh, foil and just be silly or yeah. dumb yeah, and yeah, say yeah. a couple dumb things. Yeah. But I think he's got more to that. I think most of the characters, uh, luck. I've been lucky enough to be on shows where the characters have mm-hmm. I feel have depth to them, mm-hmm. so I feel like I I can relate to these guys yeah. as opposed to it's just the it's just a quick joke. I don't I don't like I, I like it to have resonance. I like it mm-hmm. to have emotion. So whatever jokes you're going to tell, they can be stupid jokes, but the character itself has to have some emotional, mm-hmm. you know, connection to, to it. And, and when it does, it, it, it's funnier. Mm-hmm. It's just automatic because you're, because you're feeling the emotion because you're yeah. relating to the emotion, you know, um, I don't know if that makes sense, but, but I, but I feel like that's a, yeah, a, a, the kind of what I've been after all mm-hmm. the time, which is be able to do stuff. So it's, it's to be able to do those two things when I can't do that, um, it doesn't feel as, as I feel like I'm half doing it, you know. Even though well, because I've been on shows to do right, both. even though I've done stuff where it's Maybe, just yeah, doing this, yeah. I'm just doing uh, writing a script mm-hmm. or I'm just doing a board or something. It's it's sort of um, it's it's I like to be able to do all of it, but of course it's also it's almost like a film director who's in the movie, yeah. writes their movie, and all of a sudden they just they just act in yeah. somebody else's film. They, yeah, they wouldn't feel the same. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. So, so I don't. You I, I sound lucky. Show as a writer too, from the beginning. Yeah. Or from the beginning. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, I was lucky. So you that always does. Always were a writer and a. An actor yeah, originally it was show. just me and Steve and Derek Dryman. Yeah. We we kind of started to to move the playing pieces around on the uh-huh. table. You know, it's sort of like okay, here's Patrick and here's this yeah. guy and here's this. So how do we? Because we had to figure out what the dynamics were. We had a Bible, but we didn't have anything besides the pilot that showed us interactions between yeah. the other characters that were yeah. in the Bible and between the characters past. Cause you know, when you make a pilot, you're making, you're pleasing a hundred th- different mm-hmm. things. You're trying mm-hmm. to make it make sense and you've never seen the characters before. So you have to introduce yeah. them. It's just a tough one, you know? And so, uh, once we got over that bump mm-hmm. and trying to figure out how everything, every character is going to work, it was like, again, it was one of those really fun situations where I got to, 
figure out what those mm-hmm. things were going to be. You know, so was that 13 and a half hours for the first I think so, yeah. Pretty sure. Regular... I think that was it. It was, a, it was a regular... And was it successful the first season right away? No, it was, no. It was, no. It was I mean, people... Pe- I think we got some write-ups. It's not... It's a fun show. It's yeah. not bad. It's, you know, check it out kind of a thing. Just but like it, any new Nickelodeon show yeah, is going to be. But didn't, it didn't start picking up speed until... Before second season came out, the summer before the second season... You know, which they had in the fall back mm-hmm. then. Still, um, they put out this. They they reran the whole season. the whole first yeah. season again, and that's when people started uh-huh. actually paying. That's when kids started watching it more avidly and noticing it. Mm-hmm. And that's when uh, we noticed that uh, they had put out a little bit of merchandise, mm-hmm. and apparently it was all getting bought up by college students. So yeah. so um, there were a few people who had went scouting for new talent at colleges, and they said, "I'm seeing SpongeBob everywhere." And it was like, what? Like, you know, because nobody was buying anything yet. Yeah. yeah so yeah. It was, that was all new. You know, that's now it's a uh-huh. billion dollar business. But at the time it was just like, what? They're buying things, yeah. you know? Um, so it led to mm-hmm. that, that, um, it turning into what it turned into, I guess. Yeah. But I still can't, um, I still don't know why it's still here, except for the fact that I think it's, it's a funny show. But, mm-hmm. uh, and, and if it's, if you could keep it funny, then well, it might stick around a while. I mean, the powers and uh, at the company. I mean, as long as it makes money, it'll exist. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I, I you know. know so. like, but uh, yeah, we'll see if this pans out. Yeah. We'll see. I'm not <laughs> sure. It's just funny that it, it that it went <laughs> for as long as that it's been going, and that it's a, a job that I've actually come back to a few times. I, I haven't been yeah. here. I haven't been here continuously the whole time. I've been so off the show. So when did you leave? I worked on movies for what a while. What was the first time back. you left the show? Um, that would be. <clears throat> in okay. third, that would be after the third year. And what did you, did you leave because they stopped, or did you? I had another. It was another situation where I had a pilot with MTV. I was uh-huh. still, as usual, trying to do yeah. other things, um, and so that clicked off at the right at the same time mm-hmm. that the season was coming back. So I didn't come back, and I went, right, off, and did, yeah, I went yeah. off and pursued pursued that for a while. Yeah. But it's always been, you know, it's always. Uh, been there you know i worked a little on the first movie and then i worked mm-hmm. on the second movie and i got to and meanwhile you did a bunch of projects on your own on my own yeah yeah, yeah. and was developing mostly in mm-hmm. the two, 2000s when all the when all the um you know web uh or i'm trying to think what it was the um you know there were comedy websites you know there, mm-hmm. there, there was those comedy um the, the, a lot of money was going into new content oh, yeah. for the web uh-huh. and so um i kept making the big development deals Mm-hmm. to do stuff so for a while there i was just the guy making like i was making i was just i was just making a living at development huh. i wasn't actually having a steady day job i was yeah. working every day like had five different projects uh-huh. floating and you know how that works yeah yeah you you do something in a frenzy mm-hmm. for a while then you don't hear anything for four months. Yeah, yeah. yeah so i kept so that was going for mm-hmm. a few years there at least three or four years maybe five i was that's all i was doing and I kept trying to sell something, mm-hmm. and they all would happen. Look like it was going to happen. Yeah. No, nope, not going to happen. And I was going to have it. No, you know, I just kept making all these things, and then some of them actually went and happened without me. You know what I mean? Like like we yeah. did with the, like the puppet show. It's it's just the way the business sort of works. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I had bad management a couple of times, and mm-hmm. that that screwed things up. You know, so um, but then SpongeBob came. I forget what it was. They were doing the tenth anniversary. They always came to the rescue. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, they were doing the 10th anniversary, and uh, they asked me to come back, and uh, or uh, I think Paul 
mm-hmm. Tibbet, I think, asked me to come back, and he said, "Just come back and, you know, just just so we have somebody else from the show, mm-hmm. you know, from the from the original show back yeah. here." You know, he said that, that'd be helpful, and so I came back for a, that was like for five years, I think. Oh. Was that the second time I yeah. came back? Um, and then I was off for like two years, another time, mm-hmm. doing other things. But then I came back, and I've been story editor uh, since then. Yeah. So that's, that's been the last yeah, five yeah, yeah. years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're doing the best. I'm. I've been mostly proud of the shows we've done in the past five years. More, m- maybe more than anything I've done in, mm-hmm. in Hollywood. Between this, the Rocco show, um, the Rocco special. You know, there's all these things. Those two things have been good. You know. Um, uh, I mean, they're the things that I care about the most, mm-hmm. and they're the and they're the two things. Like, like I never would have thought that Rocco would have come back where anybody cared about it, yeah. you know, because it's one of the other things that you know I was you know was really proud of, mm-hmm. you know. So it was really only you know, like I said, I worked on a lot of stuff, Ren Stimpy, and and that and this. I just like I said, it was all '90s stuff. It's almost like. I haven't woke, you know, I never got out of the 90s. I'm still in the 90s yeah, because yeah, I'm still on this show the that's 90s. still there, you know. So it's really, it's it's very surreal and bizarre and, and, yeah. and great. But I'm still making my own stuff. I'm still, mm-hmm. uh, I still make shorts, um, make, making one now. Um, and I'm doing, uh, always trying to sell things. Yeah. And any of your pilots online that I can link to? Or yeah. yeah, well, yeah, I'm on Vimeo. Like, yeah, okay, Vimeo's where, where I have most of Give me of the links and I'll link to that. But yeah, there's so a couple. Of, see it. Yeah. yeah, there's a couple in there. And um, so, what's next? You're, you've been on like the new, kind of newish SpongeBob for like five years now. Yeah. But um, are you still going to do that for the time well, we're, being? Or we're developing more. Stuff you, that you can talk about. Yeah, we'll, talk we're, about we're develop- well, as everybody knows out there, mm-hmm. uh, and at least they talked about it out there um in the trades that you know we're doing we're creating new shows mm-hmm. um so we've kind of put the original show on hold for a while mm-hmm. while we're creating these new stripes yeah. of the universe of spongebob so, so the original so, team works sets up the yeah so we're all together going okay we're gonna make this and then we're gonna make this and mm-hmm. then we're gonna make this so we're all very um like the caretakers of this mm-hmm. property i guess at the moment yeah. you know creatively at least yeah Um, and so we're, so in one way we're being stretched and it's kind of like, Oh God. And another way it's sort of like, well, it's kind of good because it's nice to be able to work on something that's not the same exact Mm -hmm. thing, but different enough where I'm not getting burnt out or Mm -hmm. bored, you know, because we do get burnt out and bored. It's, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of, you know, sometimes you're just like, I don't know what I'm going to do anymore Mm -hmm. with these characters. You know, we did it all, you know, we did Mm -hmm. everything. So to put them in different places is is has been helpful yeah. for us to be able to explore more, explore new ideas, new characters mm-hmm. maybe we haven't seen yet. You know, mm-hmm. so there's, there's new characters coming into the shows, and and um, but then the old shows coming back too. You know, we're gonna, mm-hmm. we're, there's going to be new ones of that. So it's it's um, and then there's movies. We're actually doing, yeah. you know, uh, a couple of those, and it's just not something we we were just always just making the one show, but now we're making all these things. Yeah. So it's um, exciting. And crazy, but that right now that's what that's what's coming up for me. Is yeah. there's a Many lot of years, probably. it's just yeah, more yeah. work to do. Yeah. Uh, but in between all that, I'm still trying to make shorts, and so mm-hmm. I'm hope, hopefully in the next 
year or so, I'll have some new your own things, some new one yes, of my own things. And whether they sell or not, it's not the point. Yeah. Just I just want to make stuff, mm-hmm. you know, just to make stuff that's not for kids. Yes, to yes, make yeah. my own my own yeah. you know, things. Where I don't have to worry about that. Uh-huh. You know, I don't have to worry about the rules. You know, it's not. It's always nice. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Yeah, I feel like we wound no, down. It was like, no, no, well, <laughs> we, we got to today. <laughs> we got to now. And I know, we went all the way down it. to it. It's boring now. Where are now we now? The past is a, great and yeah. now it's boring. Yeah, now it's bathrooms. <laughs> now it's problems in the bathroom. You yeah. want to hear about that? <laughs> well, thanks a lot. Yeah. Thank you so much. Always, man. Okay. You know, you've got me anytime. Except, you know, except just, when we want lunch, of course, yeah. and that's never going to happen. Yeah. yeah, okay. Thanks. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Well, this is it for a conversation or two-part conversation with Doug Lawrence. Um, you can listen to the other episodes of the podcast at cartoonlaunch.com and also watch video clips of all the guests that have been on the podcast and upcoming guests and also pictures, pictures of us, um, current pictures taken during the podcast and also uh, uh, pictures of us working on these shows that we're talking about on the podcast. So thank you so much for listening. And I hope to see you next time.